following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, anyone who could have but did not vote on election day. Shame. Shame. You do not deserve such awesome. Or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to A Harry Form Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And it's been a while uh, oh. since we last talked to you guys, because, well, we've been doing a lot fewer kinky things. <laughs> yeah, with the the closure of the number six dungeon. That's true. We and, don't have two dungeons a month to go to anymore, so... It's... Yeah, it, it feels like we end up only doing this once a month. But you will get two episodes uh, in November. You yes. have a lot to report on because you're going to uh, something fun in Chicago. Mr. International Rubber in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, the 9th through the 12th. So, yeah. I'll be doing nerd stuff. Yay, UConn in uh, Ann Arbor. Yay. So, I'll be doing game stuff here. I'll be doing kinky stuff. Well, rubber kinky stuff. Rubber kinky stuff. And who knows? The stars might align and interesting things might happen in Ann Arbor for you. No. No? I'm there for games. Oh. I don't want to be distracted by anything else. <laughs> anything that would, any time not spent gaming is just wasted when I'm there. I'm there for gaming. Well, you you might see some guy in a, a Green Lantern cosplay that you're like, fuck that. I don't possible. need a distraction. <laughs> All right. I'm there for gaming. You're it's there like, no. for gaming. All right. Well, what has gone on since we were last here? Um, many things. Many things. Um, a couple of trips out to the cider mill. Yep. Um, the course had an outing there that which, I went to. Yeah, I did not, though. I, I had something else going on um, that day. The trouble with it, we didn't plan it. I mean, we said when we're going to go and that we're going to go there, but mm-hmm. we didn't say a, a site to meet at the place. And it was super busy, lots of people. So we were, you know, I knew the people I, we met at the church to have carpool, right. only a handful of us. And we did run into some people there. And then we saw other groups of chorus people, but they're like, oh, they're over there. And yeah, we did not make yeah. a, a concerted effort of like, let's do this together. And also, what would you do together? Um, It's a weird thing. It's like, there's, there's. A hayride, there's, which was actually kind of waste. You just get a trailer and it goes around the apple orchard and it's like, okay. That's nice. Apple yeah. trees. Um, they had uh, a corn maze that could have been fun because, I don't know, I was, I was playing like crotch grabby with someone. Mm-hmm. There was someone in the crowd that I was uh, kind of being all, I wouldn't say cuddly, but grabby with. So, Affectionate. And uh, so, I mean, you yeah, had the corn maze. Could have been fun. Um, so yeah, not low kink potential, except we were seeing a lot of hot guys because there's just lots of guys in plaid and, and, you know, if you're like into farmer dudes, Mm -hmm. a lot of them there. So, um, low kink for that one. Uh, the other one, I guess is a lot more kinky. Yeah. The other one that that was the following week, um, was Puppy Mill, which was a really awful name. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, Neptune... Uh, arranged to have a bunch of pups yeah, show yeah. up at Uncle John's, and I was like, oh, might as well. Uh, well I guess the advantage, they do have wine tasting there that normally, but I guess they had an extra event that was like cider and donut, donut. tasting. Yeah, yeah. C- cider and donuts, the haze and glaze. Um, I did not participate in that because I didn't feel like shelling out the 20 bucks at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just, I was just happy to get a gallon of cider and a dozen um, powdered sugar donuts. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I hadn't been there in, geez, 30 years. Um, it's a lot like I remembered, only smaller. <laughs> well, because I'm a lot bigger. But yeah, it that was weird. Well, I, we're in the, okay, so pups are going to this event. And I guess they were, you know, wearing their headgear and such. Yeah, I mean, they were able to get away with it because it was also yeah, ha ha Halloween. Halloween. And if right. you wore a costume, you got to go to some things for free. Or, right, like right. Some of the things normally, like the Hayride, normally pay money for. But I guess in costume, you got to do that for free then. Right, So exactly. yeah, so pup hoods, I think, you know, <clears throat> yeah, people just think, yeah. oh, a costume. Yeah, I mean, that would have been fine. But the puppies were... I hear they're kind of uh, a bit rowdy. Uh, rowdy, affectionate, um, touching on co topics of conversation that were not appropriate for a family-friendly location. And that's it. I mean, it is public, and it's all... I, I'm remembering one time having breakfast in Chicago with friends, mm -hmm. and one guy, he has no filter. And he was going on about some stuff, and I remember at one point I had to say the phrase, Sean, can we just not th say the word pussy so loud? That's all I ask. And because he was going on about something, and he and there's like, we're sitting next to some gray-haired old grannies and some children and all this, and you know, he has no filter. And he was just going on about something, and I know the term pussy was being used, and he was not, he was normal speaking voice, you know, which carries. And, you know, and I was just like, Dude. Dude. And so yeah. and, uh, I do remember getting pouted at for the rest of the meal because he was, like, annoyed that I had, cha you know... That, that you rained on his parade. Well, no, just yeah, that I like, was, you know, basically acting like the dad. And it's like, dude, it's like not every place wants to hear about your exploits, you know, or... Yeah. It, yeah. But he's also someone who will, if he thinks you're attractive, will, like, you know, let you know whether or not it's appropriate or not. It's like, mm -hmm. he sees a hot guy, he's like, oh, yum. And it's like, okay, you know... That might get you positive attention, or it might get you punched. Yeah. Or you know, or or make someone feel uncomfortable. It's like you're you're you know. Oh yeah, no, we made so we I mean, made yeah. a lot of people uncomfortable. Yeah. And I mean, it's that's one thing at a kink event, but yeah, that's why I was like, oh, that could be fun, but I don't know if I'm pup enough to like. Yeah, be, I mean, if I can see going out with pups, but yeah, to if, a public event. But not as pups per se. Yeah, it, it could have been done a lot better. I oh, yeah. it's like furries. I mean, you yeah. know, if you went to that event in fur suits or wearing your fur head, fur suits might have actually been more appropriate. Well, I mean, more costume. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah much more, more costume. costume. Right, because I mean, there, one of the pups there who will remain nameless had bondage mitts, bondage cuffs, and a really massive, obvious collar. <laughs> on, I mean, he was in addition to his hood. He was not subtle about it. So and, yeah, he he was walking kink, and I was like, <sighs> but you know, some people was like, hey, I want. I mean, in one respect, it's like, hey, let's make kink more mainstream. It's like some people, you know, we do have a society that is terrified of sex, and yes. we want to keep anything that is even potentially sexual hidden and pretend it doesn't happen, even like normal missionary, boring, consensual sex between heteros 
No, no, no. Let's pretend it doesn't happen. It's like, well, of course it happens. There's babies. They're not all immaculate conception. Yeah, I mean, you, but, you don't want to think about it, but your grandparents did fuck. So I can see that some very, proof. like, pro-sexual people saying, no, we're going to make it more public so it becomes more normalized. It's like, once upon a time, you know, two men holding hands in public, that right. would have been, like, oh, no, no, you, you don't do that. That's going to scare the gray hairs. And it's like... Nowadays, it's like, it's still going to get comments, but it's usually the haters, or, you know, it's like, usually it's, you know, and I think when there's backlash against it, I think society in general says, no, you don't be an asshole just to two people right. who are showing affection. I mean, so in one respect, or they're just like, I don't give a shit, you know, maybe they're just like, hey, let's, let's cause a ruckus. Yeah, because we're gonna get we're yeah. gonna get you know we're gonna get, have all the evils of the world blamed on us anyways because we're you know kinky or prosexual. So, right. well, like I know somebody who is very much into humiliation, mm -hmm. right? And I can come up in my head with quite a few very humiliating scenes mm -hmm. that I would never have him do because they would involve the general public. Oh. Right, it it it's forcing your kink onto somebody else without their consent, mm -hmm. and, and for I'm humiliation, like, I'd rather yeah yeah I, I think it, no, I'd rather have it be secret, like have a uh, you know a uh, Bluetooth controlled butt plug in them. No one knows it, but you're triggering it off, and every time you see them react, you know, and yeah, and no. you can kind of like you know look at them, and it's like hey, you know, it's like or have code words. You know, or code phrases that, right. you know, or, it's like, hey, when I say this, what I'm really meaning is this. Yeah, like, nobody, you know, nobody knows that you're wearing a lavender bra and panties under your business suit, mm -hmm. but you know, yes. and your mistress knows. So, I, 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 you know, I think, also in my mind, yeah, I would have felt really uncomfortable, I think, in the, the situation. It'd be like, and I might have had to play dad. It's like, hey, can we just be a little less... Yeah. R-rated R at this G-rated event. Because, yeah. Yeah, uh, very G-rated event. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Uncle John's is also the location where I completely terrified and intimidated a small child, which is one of my <laughs> glories. I'm not big on children. They're loud. They're obnoxious. They're like little assholes. It's like, well, they're just kids. It's like, yes. But I'm uh, not saying that I'm blaming them for being kids, but the behaviors they exhibit are not ones I want to deal with. You know, yeah, and no. they, they do it because they're kids. So, you know, they tend to be selfish and loud and usually only worried about their own needs a lot of times. Show me a child who's not like that, we'll get along wonderfully. <sighs> but most, and so there's a child who you could hear him shrieking throughout the entire establishment. He was just having fits and like mm, bigger sized toddler, somewhere between toddler and a small child. I don't know, I can never age them right. Um, but he was like very angsty and really like wanting to let people know he was just not having a good time and i could hear him wherever he was in the shop or outside well then i think i was like looking at my friends like raising an eyebrow i was like oh god it's like please corral your child um because he's shrill and loud and you're in a public place well so we got food we sat down who sits next to us but the child the, i mean the child was actually sat down next to me and all my friends are looking at me and like hey he's behaving right now you know, he has a hot dog on his plate. He's all into his food, so we'll be going fine. Well, the family had also bought donuts, and he really wanted donut before he ate his hot dog. And we're like, no, you can't. And so you could just see him starting to tantrum up. It's like, you're not giving me what I want. So I, I just, like, stopped and looked at him. Like, and was, you know, 
I, not, no real menace, I would think. Nothing his mother could really blame me for. Like, <laughs> just look at him and was like, you're having a bad day, aren't you? And that was enough to, like, his eyes get wide, he climbs off the seat, and, like, moves off and goes on the other side of his mother and just, like, looks at me the whole time silently. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and the mom's just, like, smiling at me. And it's like, and you can tell in their smile, it's like, okay, you did nothing horrible. You simply, like, you know, you were, like, hey, pointing out the obvious. But I'm also not happy because you also are a stranger who talked to my child, and my child is terrified. And it's like... Well, maybe you didn't have a shrilling little harpy as a child. Strangers wouldn't have to intimidate them into silence. But that's still <laughs> one of my most horrific and proudest moments with children. Because it was like, you know, yeah, it's like... And I think a lot of kids, are, they aren't aware of what fuss they're causing. Mm-hmm. Until a stranger points it out and they realize, oh, wait, people, I'm affecting other people. Well, oh, no. And then yeah. that's, I mean, that's what we adults eventually learn. Yeah, and I was saying it's not just... The kids there are unaware, but that the parents have become so oh, yeah. used to it that it's like, hey, this is just background noise. And it's like, yeah, but it's background noise that if other people aren't used to it is going to be. So, yeah, I mean, the same thing with sexualizing. It's like, okay, there's times and I think places for all of it. And, and I, yeah, Uncle John's. I was yeah, Uncle like, John's is not the place. It's so fucking vanilla. Yeah. But I'm, I, I am glad I went. Because, uh, again, I hadn't been there in 30 years, and they've got really good <laughs> apple cider. Good apple cider, and yeah. they, uh, wine, if you like wine. They have a lot of very sweet wines and other wines. They like the wine tasting. Um, never been a big fan of their liquors. They have some there, like, eh. Um, some hard ciders. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, across the street is a much smaller place called Phillips, which is, uh, you know, uh, Gay owned, you know, it's a gay couple who are freshly married this year who are the owners of that. And I don't know if, you know, pups would be more welcome there. <laughs> I, they, they might just. Um, also, I, being a smaller place, maybe, you know, who knows? If you had a large enough crowd, it's like, okay, we're going to take, take we're over. We're just going to take over. Yeah, how about, you know, pick us a, a weeknight that's going to be dead as hell. And we'll just like, hey, make it a semi-private event. <laughs> that, that, so, that could be fun. And, you yeah, know, I, I should go across the street Probably next year because it's kind of a once a year thing. But yeah, mm-hmm. go, um, yeah, ne- next autumn go across the street and yeah, patronize the gay owned business. So, so I guess that's why I missed with you. Know, I, I, I was tempted to, but I think I had too much going on that day. Oh, because it was like the Saturday before Halloween, and yeah. I had a party I was going to that night. Oh, which was you know, so I went to that party on mm-hmm. Saturday. Um, wasn't as debauched or as off the walls. I mean, because there are children there at first, and then. Uh, you know, it just never rose to that level of, you know, uh, debauchery. Although I did kiss on someone I probably shouldn't have because just say that they have commitments to other people. So, so, uh, yeah, that was kind of a thing. It's like, oh It was dear. pleasant in the moment, but you're like, oh. That, let's not provoke this kind of behavior because that's not good for anybody. Um, but, you know, it's no excuse, but the explanation is I was really drunk. <laughs> Uh, that was in the point of the evening, and uh, I did make it to the bar that night, and, you know, Halloween at the gay club. I caught uh, the uh, Esquire. I got there about midnight, mm-hmm. and uh, they had the costume party, just a uh, costume party, costume contest happening right then. And uh, so that was cool. I uh, saw some cool costumes, and then, then it was kind of dead after that. 
I think after the contest, people either went to Spiral or went elsewhere, but there wasn't a lot going on there. Um, did get propositioned by a really cute guy, um, someone I know very casually, and his boyfriend's husband was in the bathroom, and the guy was like, hey, you want to come home with us? I'm like, <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. I'm like, without missing a beat, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not even going to think about this. It's like, if you're making an offer, well, they're they're getting an Uber or a Lyft or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm ready to leave here too. And it's like, and I mean, I had, before the proposition, I offered, do you want to ride home? And then, you know, the other one's like, hey, if you want to. And I'm like, well, if your partner's into it, partner wasn't into it. Oh, darn. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And then it's like, so and he's like, no. He said, no. I'm like, okay, I'm good with that because now I get to go home and go to bed. So I had an indecent proposal and kissed on someone inappropriately. So I was like, good night. Yes. Uh, then I was dressed like Thor because um, I had the hammer and I had an eye patch and bought a cute shirt that I... And a cape that went with it. Yeah, well, the cape I, it was a separate thing that I had to modify to put with it. So, um, and I like it. I have to do some sewing. So I have someone who knows how to sew and I'm going to enlist his help to... Uh, yeah, make modifications so this is a bit even better. Well, on um, Half Price Candy Day, mm-hmm. yes. um, I had a session with my pig. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has been watching a lot of uh, shotgun videos, mm-hmm. which is a studio that is famous for its CBT porn. Oh, okay, oh, cool. And mm-hmm. he was like, I want you to stomp on my balls with your boots. Oh, and I was like, okay, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I'm How not... How much technique uh, is there to that? Because I'm wondering, is there a proper way of doing it? Or is it simply just stomping? Well, is, is, the, is, the, is, the way I... Do, I mean, you can just stomp on it. But yeah. I, you know, I wanted to give him some warm-up. Okay. Because, you know, if I just... Because he... I haven't known him as a pain pig okay i've known him as a raunch pig Mm -hmm. so i'm like all right i can do that but you know i'm gonna go through a pretty standard warm-up with him and like only a third of the way through the warm-up he tapped out oh okay so So yeah he he didn't get to the boot stomping yet He, he didn't get to the boot stomping he was like oh it looked a lot more fun in the port. I'm like, yeah, it usually does. I'm so like, that's how I know I'm not into receiving CBT. I was a friend who offered, and he started doing stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't working for me. It's 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 not yeah. it's not making me hard. It's not gonna make me come. Um, this is yeah, no, I don't I don't like this. Yeah, I mean, you. I like doing it. I really like. I like doing it to someone who enjoys it. I mean, it's oh, so oh, much yeah. fun, and it's like oh, well, things you can do, and it's just fun to yank on stuff and. Yeah, yeah, like no, I. Like I know someone who loves ball. His balls pulled, and when I found that, I was like, "Oh, honey." Yeah, like I remember, I had one guy years ago. Um, I wrapped his balls down using some paracord, mm-hmm. and then I just started chewing on him, and he shot just just from the abuse on his balls. Oh so. yeah, it's fun just to yeah to stretch out the balls, and then when they're just nice tight, just you you start whacking on them mm-hmm. just like a light gentle whack 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 and then you can tell right away if someone's into it or not because their reactions they, they'll are, either lean into it or, or pull away from it and it's like or both it's like okay your face is making good looking like you're having fun but you're trying to get away so which is it yeah uh 
So that was educational mm-hmm. uh, for yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, and that's nice. It sounds like it's cool that he was willing to try new things. It's mm-hmm. like, I think I might like this. And then you try it. It's like, I don't like I, this. I don't like this. Well, then we we don't have to do it again. Because, you know, it's one of the things I'm happy to do as a surface top, but it's not it might be one, one of the my scene big too. things. I always picture, like, you know, things like that, like stomping on someone's balls with your boot almost more of a humiliation thing too it's mm. like you know and you can simulate that you know in many ways especially if you're into boots hey i'm sunny megatron from american sex a podcast about life liberty and the pursuit of f- Ooh, that's kind of a trashy first impression isn't it i'm so sorry okay <clears throat> on american sex ken melvoinberg and i explore our guests deepest darkest sexual secrets hang-ups fantasies and victories Each episode reminds us that in this fine country of ours, no matter our differences, we all want and deserve the same things. Freedom and happiness and f***. Find American Sex on iTunes, Stitcher, and most podcast services or at americansexpodcast.com. Uh, so following that was First Friday. Yep, because, yeah, well, they also went out on a Halloween night itself, where mm-hmm. they, uh, Wednesday they had Carrie Oki at Esquire, and I, again, went again, and and it was, you know, some people in costume, but it was, like, also just kind of lower key. Uh, then it brings up First Friday. Uh, Good I'll, crowd at the First Friday. I also wore the Thor outfit, because... Yes. Without uh, the eye patch this time. I, the eye patch is so annoying. It's like, ah, I hate having something on my face. Also, I had the hammer because I had uh, the the Stormbreaker axe thing from uh, Infinity War for the the costume <laughs> party and bar. So I was like, I'm a different Thor. <laughs> How nice of Groot to lend a hand. And it was <laughs> funny because uh, what was it? Uh, people were like, Why? You, it's, Halloween's over. I'm like, It's over when I say it's over. You fucker. <laughs> Twelve days of Halloween. Come on. Um, but no. And then a woman came up to me and she was all like, Hey, oh my gosh! And it's like, like. Ooh, I'm enjoying the gay bar on a Friday, and it's like I'm gonna. And it's like no, it's like, uh-uh. I, I mean I don't mind attention or you know carry on, but also she misgendered someone like you know, and it's like, uh, no, I know this person, go away, woman. So she was like, and I can't remember. She was making oh asking me about me. Oh, you're a hero. You're gonna save me, save me. I'm like, no, I'm not a hero. I'm a god. I demand sacrifice. <laughs> and she's like, oh, and that brought her up short. And it's like, oh, so uh, if I don't do anything, I'm in hell. And it's like, maybe you're in hell now. And she's like, oh. Oh. So it's like, no, I'm not playing this game. Go away. Drunken straight women in my gay bar? It's I more know. likely than you think. Actually, I have no idea her gender. She might have been lesbian. She might have been bi. I don't know. Uh, you know, But uh, yeah, I, I was just like, no, honey. It's like, I'm just here to get a drink and be with the other kinky people. Cool. Thank you. You know. Yeah. Hey, yeah, give me a like. Oh, I like your costume thing. You know that. that that's that, yeah. that's the interaction I want to have with a stranger at the bar, and that's it. I don't want someone who's like, oh, I'm gonna, yay, like, yeah. I'm gonna be friendly with you. It's like, no, you're not. Go away. Shoot. Yeah. Got uh, got to see a couple puppies that yeah. I hadn't seen since Pride. Uh, yeah, they came good, in from Battle Creek. Yeah, there's a good collection. Of, I, there's at least uh, five pups. Six. Six. Definitely yeah. six pups were there. Uh, then uh, a, a little crowd of leather guys. Yes. Showed up a little trio, trio of leather men, uh, which was fun because one of them I have actually chatted with online. And so actually seeing him in person, I mean, the chat was all of like, you know. Hey, how are you? No, not even that. Mm. It's like, you know, I think I got cruised on recon. I'm like, oh, thanks for the cruise. And they're like, no problem. 
And that was the extent of our interaction. But wow. Then, okay. But then when I'm talking to him, it's like, oh, who are you on recon? And he told me the name. I'm like, sounds familiar. I go and look at my messages later. I'm like, oh, oh he we actually said hi. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I have a very different picture on recon that's not maybe very representative of how I look right now. You've got to work on that. You were probably shaved and... Uh, shaved and uh, gaunt. Oh. It was that... me at my skinniest. Also, oh. really well-dressed. I've had people who have suit fetishes who are like, oh, I love your suit. And I'm like, thank you. I don't fit into it anymore. It's, it's, it, was, it's nice, it was a nice looking outfit I wore for a chocolate party some friends had thrown. Black shirt. Paisley silver tie and a nice little, uh, nice sport coat that does look very dapper. Um, the yeah, uh, I, I, I can see that picture. In my you, yeah, you look, you look also really was, good in that. Picture. I was also tan, which yeah. lends us healthy Ta- tan, skinny, shaved, and well dressed. Who wouldn't want to have that as their profile picture? Uh, well, I'm also lazy, I need to have more update ones. Um, well, my, my main profile picture is 10 years old, so yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so, um, so yeah, I talked, um, he's interesting because he's like in his profile, he talks about, I want to do more, like, I want to learn how to work with leather and make things. I'm like, oh yes. Yes. He's a maker. I guess he works with spandex. He makes spandex outfits and I'm like, I was thinking full body suits, mm-hmm. you know, spandex. Oh no, he means like swimwear. It's like, oh, or like, mm-hmm. you know, smaller things. It's like, oh, okay. But you know, still working with the material and it's like, ooh, but I think he's also saying like. He has no time to really do commissions or, you know, do make stuff anymore. But he was trying to do it, but he also had the issue with people, um, like, losing, and I'm doing air quotes, losing the deliveries. It's like, oh, I never received that thing you sent me. It's like, hmm. That's why you have tracking numbers. Yeah, and who yeah. knows. Or, so, you know, it's like, well, it says it was left on your porch. It's like, I didn't see it. It's like, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, so, yeah, so he's like, I don't do that anymore. I'm like, oh. Want to learn how to sew spandex? Uh, so a crafter, and that's really cool. Yeah, so. well, you know, perhaps, you know, it, they didn't it, look it, bad in harness. No, yeah, I mean, per, perhaps you could convince him to come out of retirement for one piece and take you on as a bit of an apprentice mm-hmm. if he has the time and the energy. So, uh, so but, that was cool. Yeah, so, for, like, so I met some cool people. Like I said, met them, uh, chat with them. Yeah, one of the other guys I've never actually seen, you know, fetished out before. You know, I've never seen him in harness and vest and, you know, just, oh. I, I always see him just very well dressed. I'm trying dressed. to think, have, have the, the, with the, the lush silver mane, the... Yes. Okay, I'm trying, no, uh, I, yeah, I think that was the, also the first time mm-hmm. I've seen him in leather, because I, I saw him out at the bar before. Yeah, I've, I've seen him out, I mean, I've seen, I've seen him socially. But, but yeah, not leathered up. Um, so yeah, so it was, an, I, I like, yeah, first Friday, I thought we had a good crowd oh, yeah. of people and, uh... You know, it, 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 and this is with us doing nothing. Yeah. Well, the, imagine, imagine if we actually advertised. Well, the next First Friday is going to be interesting um, because that's going to be right after the concert. Oh, well, oh, we like, oh, we'd have to go to the bar after, after the concert. Yeah, oh, after, yeah, okay. after the concert. Well, okay, here's the sadness. Oh, well, that has nothing to do with kink, but uh, um, luckily DBC is the week before. Yeah, because yeah. it's the first. Yeah. yeah, because um, yeah, just the first falls on a Saturday. Otherwise, that would interfere with the concert. So at least we get to go to DBC on uh, yes. December. And um, but I have a conflict the night of that that second that Saturday is a company Christmas party, which sounds like we're going to do a really nice one this year. Mm. Fancy place, really upscale. And it's the night of a concert. I'm like, oh, no, of course. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so I mean, you know, we might be running out of our concert both nights. 
for different might, reasons. We might be. First night to go be kinky, and the second night for me to see what leftovers are at a really fancy restaurant. Um, so yeah, so uh, for, yeah, I thought first Friday went well. Um, it was sad. Like uh, after you left, um, a lot of the people were just kind of hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like sometimes, especially the pups, will all go to Udon uh, Bakery. It's a Japanese bakery and uh, bubble tea place. Okay. Uh, that's uh, near, um, it's Harrison and Michigan Avenue. So kind of catty corner from okay. the Brody Complex. Um, and they tend to hit that after the bar because it's open to like 4 a.m. And uh, it looked like a group was going to go and I was like, well, that'd be fun. And then it kind of petered out and people are going to go home and I was like, okay, then I'll just go. Mm-hmm. Um because I, I should check that place out. I've never been. Yeah, it's uh, you ask. Uh, I think Neptune is familiar with it, so ask him. Uh, but yeah, so I I don't think you know. So it, there's going to be an after party, but not an after party, but an after hangout, and that just kind of petered out. I'm like, oh okay, because yeah, I, there's many of the pups I just don't know that well. I mean, I know Neptune pretty well, uh, but you know, right. Many of the others are more or less strangers, and it's like okay. Yeah, you, you really only know Neptune and Fritz, and mm-hmm. everyone else is two degrees out. And, yeah. Crow to a certain extent. I mean, yeah. I, I, I know Crow more now. Chatted with them online and, you know, yeah, and, and see them at events and, you know, and other bar things. So it's like, okay, I, I, you know, it's not been a long, you know, friendship, but yes, we're you, friendly. You, you, you consider Crow a friend rather than a friend of a friend. Actually, I really, I, I'd say a high acquaintance... Low level friend. I, 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 <laughs> I have categories for everything. It's like, would I invite them to a party I was throwing? Sure. Would I invite them to an intimate night out? I, yeah, there's close friends, there's friends, there's there's lots of stuff. But we're, we're, we're getting borderline into friendship. I just need a, a little bit more time. And we're like, yeah, we're friends. All right. So after First Friday was Detroit Bondage Club. That was last night, yep. Where you were rocking a rather nice mesh singlet. Oh, it was fun. Um, I bought that at Creek Ridge. Uh, F Gear, I think, is the name of the vendor. He's a guy who I've seen at uh, Menjo's for the leather night. He, uh, I guess, he's been to many other places. Has lots of fun stuff. And I saw one, and I'm like, ooh, and let me try it on at the campground. And I tried it on. It's like, I like it. It's the right size. So yeah. So uh, we, um, yeah, I, that was its first time being worn anywhere. I had to pull off the tag when I like pulled up I was like oh you still have the tag on so I pulled that off and put it on I was like that's fun yeah I, I think I have to do more like you know I I'm I'm a grower not a shower mm-hmm. and so I don't have a big enough pouch I think to really like have it you know if I get hard I'm fine cock but, ring yep I have a really nice cock ring that kind of pushes and presents and that would be a nice lifts time. and separates yep so uh, yeah so I'd have to do that next time so it's a bit more Pornography. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Um, it's not too hard. I was like, oh, it's going to get in the way. No, you just slip it off the shoulders and pull it down and you're good to go. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a, I, it felt like a slower night. Well, it had a slow start because um, they're expecting a delivery because someone was bringing a bunch of things that they're going to be using for their flea market. That's right. a fundraiser. And so a truck was coming with a whole bunch of stuff that they're going to need help bringing inside. So I think a lot of people were just sitting around waiting for that to show up. Yes. And they're like not getting down to stuff yet. Mm-hmm. I know you were saying, I'll give them until 8.30 and then I'm stripping. Yep. And it's like, it's funny because as soon as... And, and, and right at, at 8.30, my pants were gone. <laughs> he was there like at 
Because I remember, like, oh, he's here. And it's like, cool. And so I ran in to put on my pants, and you were just, like, naked. And I'm like, okay, well, you're, you're, well, you I, dodged I, that bullet. I, I got naked because um, I had previously negotiated a scene with um, a regular top there mm-hmm. because it was my birthday. And I was like, I need to get hit. <laughs> it, it's been a long time I need to get hit. Um, yeah, first, of course, I... Helped Sling Bear get off because he hadn't gotten off for a week. Um, so uh, that top and I both worked over Sling Bear in the sling and slowly, perhaps not as slowly as we could have, but yes, yeah, slowly worked him towards just a massive orgasm, which he was very appreciative of. Um, and then, yeah, after that happened, he took me downstairs and he was like, okay, let's uh, get you on the cross. And the Cross was in use. <laughs> uh, so instead, um, I, he... Oh, yeah, you're on the that I was web on the wall. web. Yep. Yeah, I was on the web wall. Um, and he said, we're going to get you warmed up before we start counting. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he started out with a really soft, I think it was elk mm-hmm. flogger. And yeah, it was just really soft, really nice, great for a warm-up. And yeah, slowly... Um, ramped up and yeah, when he was on the second to last implement I started counting but I only was counting in fours because he was kind of throwing in, in a four beat so, mm-hmm. I, so I was just counting one, two, three well it was one, two, three, four and yeah um, but yeah I was just counting four because I was like it. I'm almost there but I'm not there yet. Okay. And then he moved up another grade and started wailing into me with this really heavy um, cowhide flogger, that beautiful, wonderful instrument. Um, and yeah, I started counting my way up and got to 33 and took a breath and he asked, you know, can you take six more with something stingy? I said, I think so. And, and six to grow on. Well, well, I'm 39, so yeah, I got up to 33 on on the heavy thuddy one, and he brought out his uh, quirt, um, which is not quite a single tail; it's a, a double tail. But yeah, that had a sting, and I still have a welt on my back uh, today. Um, yeah, if I move my shoulders just right, I can still feel it. But yeah, there's something. There's across your shoulder blade. Mm-hmm. Okay, I saw that later. And yeah, it was a nice size well. I'm like, is that a welt from tonight, or is that like a scar from surgery in the past? Because last night it looked long and it looked. It didn't look fresh. It looked like like you'd had that shoulder cut into a long time ago, and this is the mm. the, the scar that I, was I've, from it. I've never had shoulder surgery. Okay, then that yeah. must be the welt. That must be the welt. The hip. Yeah. Then, yeah, he gave me those six strikes. Yeah, took me down off the web. I cried on his shoulder for a while, which was cathartic. And then I sucked his dick to say thank you, which was uh, which was nice. Um, yeah, and I, I floated most of the rest of the night. Um, well, like I said, it was, like I said, it, it got to a slow start. And then, you know, people finally started getting into doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of people, I think, was there to do something and then left. Uh, and I was chatting with some people downstairs and it's like, kind of what, it's like, okay, I want something to start happening, but 
you know, it was just like, I'm like, okay, are they interested in doing something or just talking? I don't know. So it took a while for us to kind of get going, but then we did and moved up to upstairs and there was some like basically mostly three of us who were just doing stuff with each other and then mm-hmm. there'd be a couple others who kind of would join in peripherally and it was funny because uh at one point i was on my knees in front of them and had three dicks in my mouth at the same time so i'm like i think that might be a first yay <laughs> cool uh cool. and then uh well one of them uh it's like he has had some really cool kind of spandex neoprene shorts that he was wearing that had <laughs> zippers at the ass so zip that off I'm like hmm and uh, it's like do you want to be fucked and he's like yeah safely and it's like okay so put on a condom I need to start taking lube it's hard to find lube in that place yes I just need to uh, uh, there's always condoms they're really there, yeah there, there's condoms everywhere but yeah there aren't so, as many packets of yeah. lube around so I uh, so I was fucking him um, on the bed they uh, rubber sheets on that bed now which is really nice uh, the, uh, and his, uh, the other, the third was just kind of lying beside and, and then as I'm fucking, I feel someone's mouth on my ass and it's like, you know, it's like someone was rimming me while I was fucking. It's like, okay, the, I thought it was someone else. I didn't realize, no, it's a stranger I've never met. <laughs> I thought it was the guy who was kind of joining us earlier and he had been, you know, he'd, he was quiet and kind of just kind of would come into the, and do some sucking and all that. And I, so I thought that was him. No, it was Different Something completely different. Yes, and I'm like, oh, and like, you know, fucking him, and then when I was done with that, we look, and I turn around, I was like, oh, that's a stranger there sitting behind me <laughs> with a really big dick. I was like feeling, well, okay, well, you're doing a great job rimming me, so <laughs> I kind of was, you know, rubbing his cock, and uh, he kind of tapped out, he's like, I don't want to come yet, and I was like, oh, cool. Right. I'm glad I almost brought you off. <laughs> uh, the, uh, so yeah, so I mean, that was the main thing I did was just playing around with them. And the, the thing I feel bad about is the guy who was playing with, he looks familiar. So like, have I played with him before? Or have I just seen him at events? I don't know. Or so, have you seen him on Recon? Or I, I don't know. But yeah, so he was familiar. I'm like, I should know him, but I don't remember. So it's, yeah. it's a horrible thing. Um, yeah, I will uh, Sling Bear also got to enjoy a uh, a leather straight jacket. Oh, yeah, and uh, got him in that. Put him on the massage table. Put his head off the end of the massage table and fed him a few random dicks. Mm. And that was good. And then yeah, right at the end of the night, I sat down to put my shoes on, and I'm like, I can't get up. <laughs> I am completely wiped out. So. Well, you already said you want someone else driving back, so it's like, okay, yeah. so you, I think you had an idea that you were not going to be. Uh, well, I wasn't, yeah, wasn't sure what kind of state I would be in after the the beating. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad that you were able to oh, drive yeah. us there back through. And other fact that we had, yeah, traffic stopped at one point. I was like, okay, so a little sudden braking, which I think was a bit more sudden because I'm not used to your brakes. So it's like, that's why I was like, it's like, oh no, it's not that bad. I just didn't realize how responsive your brakes were. Yeah, I have very responsive brakes, but yeah, that was fun going eight miles an hour for four miles. Yes. Was like, ah. But uh, we uh, so got through that and got home and yay. And I slept like the dead. It's like, yay. It was an extra hour of sleeping because daily. Are we... Okay, daylight savings time. Are we in daylight? Is this we are in sa- standard now. So this is standard. So this daylight- is standard. I can never remember. So <laughs> before was daylight savings. Now we're back to standard. I just wish we'd go away. Yeah. I, I was making a joke. It's like you know, 
if Satan were to run for president and declare that he'd get rid of daylight savings time, I'd vote for him. Yeah, it it's just it, I, it's it has like, served its purpose. I I don't even know. I mean, was was it useful even at the time they well, devised I mean, it? Well, part it just of the, seems like a, a weird like you're just just shift the hours that people have to work. Then you know, well, just change I, that. You're not changing time really. Yeah, I mean, part of the problem is like especially in New England, mm-hmm. um, without daylight savings time in the summer, it'll start getting light at four a.m. So then that's when it gets light. It's it's like you're it's still getting light at the same time. You're just Lying to yourself, that's a different time. Yeah. You know, and the, the, the earth is not changing its rotation. You're just lying to yourself. <laughs> and it's like, so it's like, wow. And, you know, and then, hey, just buy better shades. I don't know. Yeah, get get uh, blackout shades. Well, no, I can see shifting hours, like saying, hey, you know, we're kind of a nine-to-five society. No, during the summer, we're going to be, uh, you know, an eight-to-four you know, eight society. Seven-to-three or yeah, yeah, whatever I mean, it happens hell, to be. Yeah. Uh, all the... Stores around campus change their hours in the summer because students are gone. It's like, right. this is a thing that can be done. We can, you know, I, that seems like a more sound way of dealing with it than pretending we'll just change what the time is. It's like, fuck that. Um, so, yeah, so DBC was fun. It, I'd missed it a couple times before. I got to see the, the sling room with its two slings. Yes. Uh, looks like there's a lot of cool stuff that might have come in for the flea market. It was all in bins and that. Uh, they'll do that at Delta and Inferno, I believe. Yes. Yep. It'd be nice if they have a little thing of it, too, at DBC itself, like they did last year, I think. Yeah, and it, it was... <laughs> with a bit of warning, so we know to bring cash. Exactly. Yeah, need, need to give us some heads up, um, or they, they need to invest in a, a square. square. Yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, everyone, I, people probably have credit cards. Uh, but yeah, you know, there's always, you know, just interesting stuff, I think. Hey everyone, it's Dick and Max, the hosts of Off the Cuffs, a kink and BDSM podcast. A podcast for those in the lifestyle and those who are curious about it. Each week we sit down with a different guest to discuss their radioactive spider bite into kink. And it gives everybody a chance to express themselves in matters of sexuality. And a platform in which to express it. It's conversational, it's educational, and it's a lot of fun. More and more people have been reaching out to us telling us what they've learned about themselves just from us sharing our stories with each other every week. So find Off the Cuffs on iTunes or your favorite podcast streaming service and follow us on twitter and instagram at ocp kink uh so yeah dbc was fun um which i think what future events there are oh uh, also last night i guess dark side of kink had a pup night and a little yeah, yeah pup and littles at dark side of i kink. saw some pictures on yeah. facebook and it's like oh it looks like people were having fun and it's like oh yeah just, yeah but yeah, I decided to go to DBC because, well, I know that crowd and I, yes. I want to support and that And I'm group. more yeah. bondage, you know, impact play, just raw fucking than not, not raw fucking. I fuck. Pure fucking. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. just, you know, yeah. Uh, then. Pops and Littles. Yes. It's not my thing yet. So that makes it to the end of the gossip. Um, on to the expert portion Ooh. of the show. Uh, briefly, because we don't have that much time left. But yeah, since we did our last recording, um, we I adulted. Yeah, we I adulted, and for the yeah. first time in ten years, I actually went to a doctor and like had blood work done and actually, you know, acted like I'm supposed to because like, hey, let's see if things are going on. Yeah, and it, I it, don't have syphilis. Yay! Yay! Well, that's always been my joke. It's like, oh, I'm anxious. So things are going on. Maybe it's late stage syphilis. 
I'm, I'm having memory issues. Late stage syphilis. No, not late stage syphilis. No. Just my brain degrading like normal. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just the low vitamin D. Which they did discover. <laughs> I'm actually, there's so many other things I need to, uh, you know, the basic, I went, went to, I had a doctor's appointment. They, uh, my blood pressure's a little high. Cholesterol's a little high. Um, I like the new doctor because my old doctor would have been like, okay, we need to get you this drug, this drug, this drug, this drug. Well, we're going to get, we're going to fine tune those numbers into specs. Whereas the present doctor is like, well, you're losing weight. You're trying to lose more weight. Let's see how that looks before we fill you up full of pills. Yep. Well, <laughs> I'm going to be taking vitamin D because there's deficiency in that. Um, also, my testosterone actually is a bit low. It's, hmm. it's the low end of normal. And again, it's like, do you want to deal with that? Uh, do anything about it? I'm like, I'm good right now. Yeah. Let's deal with other stuff first. But I'm also going to be get on the prep. Yep. I've not uh, started it yet, but I'm going to be a prep boy. I, I got on it myself. So, yeah, we we both went to see uh, Dr. Wirt of Ingham County Health, who actually listens to the show. Hi, Doc. Yes, hi. <laughs> yeah, when, when, I, when I did go to see him, he said, you know, listening to your show makes filling out your sexual history a whole lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like saying things like, oh, um, well, I know you were dealing with this. And so I was like. I mentioned that on the show. And I'm thinking, how much of my, how honest I am, am I in in the show? I think I'm kind of disclosure, but you know, some things might be, you know, might be exaggerated or yeah, but or not. But yeah, we are we're but generally we, honest. It, oh, about it, what we do. Yeah, about yes. what we do. It, yes. it, a bit of exaggeration here and there to make interesting stories, but the the underlying truth is. Yes, that, I don't have a ten inch dick. It's only nine. <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I wanted to mention that yes, he is listed in the Kinkaware Professionals, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, he is he is a Kinkaware Professional, yes. um, which is it's nice because I've heard some I wouldn't say horror stories, but uncomfortable conversations between patients and doctors when the doctors were not comfortable with their patients' sexuality. It's, I think some doctors were like, you know, they just. You know, do you have to fuck men? Because it'd just be so much easier for me. I wouldn't have to deal with STIs or having you HIV tested. You know, if you could just be abstinent. You know, it would make things so much easier. Also, don't smoke, don't drink, and... And lose lose 25 pounds. Yes. Uh, It's like, at least he was like not coming at from like, you can't do this stuff. It's like, these are... And he's like, these are the cons- possible consequences of certain activities. Right. Uh, but the only thing he really warned me of was, uh, you know, rimming. Rimming can, you know, you're exposing yourself possibly to E. coli and other things and parasites. So, you know, that's something to be aware of. Because, right. you know, and if you, I think uh, the warning was if uh, severe diarrhea for like two days afterwards, you just, that yeah. might be a cause to look into and say, hey, you might have picked up something serious as opposed to just something a little unsettling. Right. That, yeah, he did say that um, if yeah, if there's any time that I rim somebody and I have diarrhea, uh, I think he said within two weeks, and especially, okay. he said, especially if it smells fishy okay. to seek medical attention right away. Interesting. Okay. Um, and, you know, because, you know, I... Keep that in mind because I rimmed someone last night. Yeah. Well, and, you know, with that... Um, getting the Hep A and Hep B mm-hmm. um, vaccines going. Well, I have the. I need. Yeah, I need to get the A. Uh, I got Hep B vaccine vaccination years ago. Mm-hmm. There's like a, a series of three shots. Right. And uh, I, you know, had that done. But I, he was saying uh, it's 
you could tell from the blood work that I'd had it, but I need a booster. Yeah. Well, and I'm, you know, I went and they swabbed me and Doc called me up and said, hey, you've got the clap in your ass. And I'm oh. like, oh, great. Well, so. Wait, was it the clap? I thought the clap was gonorrhea. It was either gonorrhea or chlamydia. It's one of the ones okay. that that can be cured with antibiotics. So right. he's like, I'm going to need you to come in. We're going to give you a, a shot of one antibiotic. So any listeners who have been having sex with Suricane... I, I, well, I, once I got that call, I immediately informed all of my sexual partners that I had this and said, hey, you might want to get tested, specifically get your throat swabbed. <laughs> um, because I, you know, I don't have many dicks up my ass, but lots of tongues. So, um, yeah, I, I did let them know and say, hey, you might want to get your throat swabbed. Um, on that and yeah so with that got a hep a the first hep a um like you i got hep b mm -hmm. 20 years ago so needed the booster so got the first one of that got an antibiotic shot got four antibiotic pills i had to take that day and then another 14 to take over the rest of the week i got vaccinated for the flu yay yay and i got my truvada yay. that day and um I also got the, the discount card, so instead of having to pay $90 for 90 pills, which, you know, ain't that bad, yeah, a, a dollar a pill. Considering what the cost is, actually, yes. just over the, you know, over the counter cost of it, it's like, wow. But, yeah, I was able, yeah, Gilead was willing to pay that $90 yeah. for me, so um, I got it for free, okay. and I, I think I was lucky that um, I didn't have too bad side effects. Okay. Um, they say that you can have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset, stomach, mm -hmm. diarrhea for the first week or so. Um, I mean, the first day I had a couple of waves of nausea, but I fought that with just, you know, carbonated water. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that might have been, you know, a side effect of the vaccination or of the antibiotics. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm tolerating it well, and cool. I've been on it for a couple weeks now, and, you know, I'm at the right levels in my bloodstream, and... You know, he, he talked about, you know, I know you do breath play. Do you know CPR? Yes, I know CPR. I know. You do water sports. I think, you, yeah, that came up with mine, too. Yeah. And I was like, yes, yeah, CPR, which is pretty much useless. Because, honestly, it's much more effective in TV than it is in real life. It's yes, more, but it's better than nothing. True. And I, I honestly I have seen someone suffer a massive heart attack in public and someone performing CPR on them. And they did survive. So, you know, obviously... You know, it it, 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 it has it, value. There's yeah. there's value, but it's not quite as efficacious as we are led to believe. Then no. I guess the paddles, because you know, I'm thinking TV shows, and most of the time they charge them and zap someone, and they come back online. And I've heard that that's not, not so much. But. Yeah, so it's like okay, way TV lies to us. Um, but yeah, I mean the the main things I want to relate is if you are a rimmer, mm -hmm. um, definitely get the Hep B. Um, hep, B, hep A may also be appropriate for you. Check with your doctor. Um, it, it's more There's a lot of Hep A that's been popping up. Yes, and, and popping up in Detroit. So, yes, so that's so. one reason why he was concerned about uh, me and us. And if you do water sports, do be aware that um, many chemicals are processed by the kidneys. Mm -hmm. So it is possible to if you're ingesting someone's urine. Yes, if you're ingesting someone's urine, it is possible to get a contact high off of your partner from drinking their piss, from 
and not so much for marijuana, but um, alcohol can do it. And not all of it is processed by the liver. Some of it just goes through the kidneys. I'm not liver. It sounds like you're not doing your job. And, and uh, methamphetamine oh. is one that, yeah, is also processed by the kidneys. And okay. yeah, very, very little... Very little methamphetamine actually gets metabolized in the brain, and most of it just gets excreted. And yeah, so be uh, be aware of who you're playing with. Be careful, and yeah, and also it helps if you're going to do water sports to be hydrated. Um, so, and I mean, uh, uh, if you are in the Lansing area, you are gay and kinky, and. You can get in with him because like I said he's very he's popular. Very, very popular. Um, and um, if you're not a hundred percent happy, um, yeah, we do recommend Doctor Wirt. Um, you can find him on Kink Aware Professionals. And if you're not in the Lansing area, there are doctors. Mm. Hopefully, in your area, listed there. It is worldwide. Well, also, yeah, like I said, I I know of a, a story of a guy. Approaching his family doctor and saying, I want prep. And the doctor was like, why? Why would you be on this? And it's like, because I'm sexually active and gay. And they're like, oh, well, let me look into it. And the next visit, he's like, yeah, I looked into it. It's too new. We don't want, you know, we, I don't, we, it's not trustworthy yet. And it's like, you know, someone just reported to you that they are, you know, they are definitely in a high risk client, you know, clientele. Mm -hmm. They're, they're doing actions that could possibly get HIV. Maybe you should have done more research, doctor. I think, you know, some doctors are like, okay, I don't want to deal with this until we've, you know, had it around for a decade and see right. if, there's, if there's side effects. And, you know, the, uh, do no harm. It's like, well, you know, how do you avoid HIV? Don't have sex. Don't take, you know, intravenous drugs. It's like, you know, in their mind, it's like, why don't you just live? Don't, you know, yeah, why don't you just stop breathing for a while? Yeah. Why don't you just do nothing that's at all risky in any way, shape, or, or, or at all pleasurable to to make my life easier? Don't you understand? Yeah. yeah. Um, or or you get the the horror story that I heard that um, someone went to their doctor and said, "Hey, I want to be on prep," and they're like, "Oh, you sound like you know quite a bit about it. Let me write the script for you," and wrote the script without doing any labs before, oh, and he no. was on it for a year. Before he changed doctors. And, and the doctor was like horrified. At, oh, wait. Because yeah, yes. when you're on PrEP, it sounds like every three months you have to have your kidney function and liver function checked because those are things that could be impacted. Uh, you have to make sure you're not HIV positive before. Right. Because PrEP is only part of the treatment plan if you're actually HIV positive. Right, yeah. That, some of it, but there's right. other it, drugs it, that are necessary. Yes, that if that PrEP is two different antivirals and the current protocols are if you are HIV positive, it should be the, the, the basic starting one is those two and then one more. There might be a different dosage also that you might have. But, but yeah, yeah I, I don't know enough It's important about to it, know to your HIV status. Also, yes. um, Hep B. If you have Hep B in your system, it's very important that you, because it will, I guess, suppress that. But if you ever go off of Truvada, your Hep B just spikes. Yes. It just bounces back with a vengeance and is very, very dangerous and can kill you. So... So so yeah. If you are if you're you know you it, have happy in you, and you start on prep, sure. you need to stay on it for the rest of your life. Right. And yeah, these are things you need to know. So yes, uh, if you yeah like that that does sound pretty horrific. It's like oh sure, sounds good. Um, that's the beautiful thing. Yeah, Doctor Work, 
knows a lot about prep and gave me a whole nice stack of pamphlets and papers and oh, books yeah. about it. And it's like, here, I told you the basics, but here's, and you know, I read through those. Yeah. I was like, okay, these are the percentages you can have side effects. This yeah. is this, this is that. And it's like, it was, yeah, it was, you know, moderately useful. Yep. So, um, to, I, I wish to all of you that you either have or are able to find a doctor mm -hmm. as good as Dr. Wirt. Well, um, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I, I've been to him once. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've been, I've been to him once myself. But I do know a lot. Of, but I do know a lot of people who are oh. very happy with you know. His <laughs> yeah, we we know we know several people. <laughs> well, it's, it's you know yeah. a funny thing. I've heard people say that yeah, it's like when they go in the you know, in the waiting room, they'll just run and keep running into people they know. It's like hey, hey, hey. Yes, I mean, I've I've seen him out in public, and yeah, he he knows a lot of people and. He's someone who's very busy. I, the other thing I've heard about him from uh, the Gilead uh, uh, representative, actually, at the AIDS walk, was, uh, he's, yeah, he's not very traditional in that, you know, the way the system wants doctors to behave right now is like, okay, spend five to ten minutes with each person and get them through. Get oh, as many people through no. off as you can. No. And, no, he is not... No, he, he's old school. And, yeah, yeah he's going to talk, and which I appreciate because... Uh, my old doctor was like that. My old doctor was like, okay, okay, let's see. These are the blood results. Um, let's try and fine-tune you with prescriptions, and then we'll get you back in here and, and see how the numbers look. And it was kind of a game for them. And I think works much more like, yes, let's yeah. talk about stuff. And, yeah, because there's a lot of things that, you know, eventually need dealing with for me, but, I'm you know, that's one thing at a time and just look for the, the pressing things. Right. Well, speaking of pressing things, so now that I'm 52... Mm -hmm. And uh, that means I need to get a probe shoved up my ass. Hey, so do I. Uh, it's like, oh. So, uh, so, yeah. So, it's like, oh, yeah, that will be fun. Kind uh, of hey, may, may, maybe we can be probe buddies and, and end up getting scheduled one right after the other. <laughs> uh, but, no. So, yeah. it's like, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's just the maintenance and adulting of being adult. You yeah. certain things you just need to take care of. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah, adulting. Adulting. Crafting. Crafting. Uh, okay, like I said, uh, talking to the guy who works in spandex, wants to work in leather, that would be cool. I need more, you know, I need okay. crafting buddies. Also, um, I need, like I said, I need a crafting buddy because I know someone who sews and mm -hmm. has a sewing machine, and I need to work on my Thor costume. I need to sew the cape to make it more... Uh, I, I had... Basically, safety pin to the shirt. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, 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 no. I need this attached uh, with Velcro. Um, so that means I have to... Also, I want to hem it because in, in snipping off the uh, the hood for the cape, mm -hmm. I kind of nicked the material and caused a couple of rents in it. And, it, it, and once it's torn, it's kind of a stretchy, nylon-y, spandexy material. It rips like it really easily. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, those are holes. I need to basically take, take care of those. Take care of those. Yeah. So, um, man, that's... So, like... Crafting. Yeah, I meant to like do the sewing myself, but it's like okay, I bought some red thread. I don't I don't want to have to figure out my sewing machine in an afternoon again. It's like it's put away, I need to get this under a bobbin. Uh, yeah, so so I was like, yeah, so I just use safety pins. <laughs> yeah. Well, I finally finished uh, the scarf that yeah. I had been working on and I ended up giving it to uh, Pop Fritz as Aww. a birthday present and he really appreciated it. Um, I did a test square of the knit from the corner. Okay. Um, and that, I figured out how to do it, how to make it work, and it looks good. So I think I'm going to do that 
um, in the red and black okay. uh, wool blend that I have. And yeah, just make a nice scarf. And now I just need to decide, um, do I want to, do I want to have it be true knit from the corner or, or do I just want to do it so that it's a pointed end. So I can either, there are two ways I can do it. Because it's designed to be knit diagonally. Okay. So I can either keep doing the diagonals, so, so that they're basically diagonal stripes across the mm -hmm. scarf, or once I've done enough of the increases, I just keep working it so that it, so that the, so that the stripes and the ribs go lengthwise on the scarf rather than going on a diagonal. Okay. So I want to figure out which way I want to do that. Okay. Um, and I'll I'll probably make that decision once I get back to I, that point. I think I have an unfinished scarf that had some really cool Japanese rainbow yarn. And yeah, it was it's uh, the design is from the corner and and I I that project's in a bag somewhere. I need to. Find it. Hopefully, the instructions are also packed with it. But yeah, it'd be nice to finish this, another scarf. I've made the two. Um, what was it? Uh, there was crafting. Oh, there was another something. About, oh, I've discovered. Okay, you know, there's our old friend Crochet Empire, mm -hmm. which I haven't checked out in a long time, and I should <laughs> to see what they have and what's going on with them. Uh, there's also um, it was on Scruff. I was on like the global, and it's like, oh, that's a pretty picture of someone clicked. It's like, I'm into knitting and textiles. I was like, oh, oh. Um, Nitty Gritty NYC. Okay. Uh, now, if you, Nitty with a K, so right, Nitty, right. Uh, because knitters. Uh, if you do Nitty Gritty without the K, you get a band. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Nitty, you know, knit, uh, wait, Nitty Gritty. Mm -hmm. NYC. Um, yeah, uh, some really nice things. Uh, crochet jocks, uh, harnesses, uh, hats, uh, gloves. I mean, they just make a bunch of things, and uh, it looks really nice. Uh, it's pricey, but mm -hmm. hey, it's boutique kind of handmade right. stuff also in New York. So yes, there's going to be a high... But it looks, the stuff looks nice. Uh, and they had some things in their sales section too, some beanies, and I don't think any harnesses are... Uh, uh, I think they were some jocks, but they're like mediums and smalls. I'm like, okay, that's not. <laughs> uh, but no, I like the designs. The, it looks kind of cool. And, you know, they, there's a certain, uh, 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 what is it, not cabling, but just the patterns they use mm -hmm. kind of match. So you could have a jock and harness and knit cap that all kind of of a piece. Oh, cool. Color-wise and, and, and pattern-wise. So I was like, ooh, okay. So I just stumbled on that. I have no idea about them at all, how long they've been around, if they're good people or horrible people in their in private lives. Hell, he's just on scruff advertising knitted harnesses. Maybe he's not even gay. Who knows? No. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's gay. I'm pretty sure. I hope. Or bi. Or bi. There's bi bears. <laughs> just enjoys the company of men. But uh, so, yeah, so I saw that. I'm like, oh, I should mention that on the podcast. It's something interesting. All right. And on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hot Spot by Ox used under the Creative Commons license. Be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, the Jurors of Paris, Lenore Knight, and Off the Cuffs. Thank you so much for listening to us. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane. And Lance Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.